0: A good day to anyone who has stumbled upon my amateur podcast. My name is Jasmine Jubble, and I'm a 17-year-old from Frisco, Texas. At the time of recording this podcast, I'm currently quarantined due to the coronavirus pandemic that has unfortunately taken over all our daily lives. Well, due to that fact, I decided to try something new and start my own podcast series, where, you know, I'll be discussing a whole bunch of things that interest me and that I hope my audience can relate to. With that said, let's get right into today's episode. Well, if you've made it to the second episode, I really think you might be interested in following what a teenager has to say. Well, I don't think you'll be disappointed because I have a lot of information coming your way today. Last time, I ended by stating my purpose with this series, and I'd like to repeat that now. My goal, or mission, you could say, with this podcast series is to bring a teenage perspective into a rather dark issue, and hopefully make others aware of the horrible, horrible things going on in Punjab, India. Let's get right to it. So, in today's episode, I'm basically going to be laying out the major components of the drug trade taking place in Punjab, and the stuff I'm going to be mentioning today, well, you'll notice that it isn't just happening in India. The thing is, drug trading is all over the place, and it's likely that it's happening in an area around you, wherever you may be. This trade isn't your old-fashioned goods and services type of deal. This trade requires meticulous planning and updating to function properly. The amount of measures that are put in place to ensure the success of the system will surprise you, but a trade as dangerous as this unfortunately calls for dangerous measures. So without further ado, let's look at what's happening in Punjab. Well, there's no better place to start than the source. Funny enough. Punjab is not the source of narcotic substances such as cocaine or heroin. Rather, all these substances are mainly produced in Afghanistan and make their way to the Indian border via Pakistan. At the India-Pakistan border, some serious creativity takes place. Truth is, I couldn't really tell you exactly how that stuff gets over the border because they do a pretty good job of hiding what's really going on. Oh wait, maybe I can tell you trucks money and corruption that last one really makes me wonder how far the corruption goes in punjab in narcos i remember watching how the corruption went literally all the way up the food chain affecting almost every class in society i'm sure the same is the case in punjab i'll be going more in depth with the transportation at a later time so for now we've reached the border Once the substance is in India, it makes its way to what I like to call the drug house. This is where the drugs could be checked, packaged, sorted, or heck, abused. Usually, once substances are under the control of local drug lords, there are two ways things could go. Druggies show up for their fix at the drug house, or shipments go out for further distribution. Thinking about it now, The whole deal really doesn't seem to have an end. What I mean to say is, doing drugs is like an ongoing, incomplete loop. People get drugs, abuse them, and before they know it, they've got some more in their hands, and it just never ends. Let's look more exclusively at Punjab. The most common substances that make their way into the hands of the innocent are the three opium derivatives which are opium, poppy husk, and the champagne of intoxicants, heroin. Opium is most commonly smoked, as is poppy husk, whereas heroin is usually injected through a syringe seeing strong intravenous effects. Heroin has been increasingly popular over the last decade, and is quite easily accessible to users within Punjab. Another interesting aspect of the drug use in Punjab is the fact of how readily available these dangerous chemicals are over the counter, and I'll be talking more about this aspect in the next episode, which is going to be a special one. At this point, I'd like to make a connection to my own community. A situation like that in Punjab would never happen where I live here in Frisco, Texas. And I'm not just saying that because I stay out of the way of harmful drugs. The thing is, the community in Punjab is a very tight-knit community in the sense that everyone knows everyone. Obviously, that's an exaggeration. But my point is that people have a greater and more personal connection with others in Punjab especially in regions where the population isn't all that large. In those smaller towns, kids, literally kids, can get over-the-counter medications that in reality are extremely dangerous chemicals that can easily be abused. The accessibility sense of drugs has a very loose hold when it comes to regulations. That is, in Punjab. Here in Frisco, there's a very different issues taking place, which is the issue of vaping. Like I said, it's very different from the hard drug crisis taking over the youth of Punjab. In fact, I would go so far as to say that the issue of vaping is nowhere near as dangerous as the heroin epidemic in Punjab. Now, don't get me wrong, that's not to say that vaping isn't an issue. I just think that the two are very different The situations taking place are completely different from each other among the youth of my community versus the youth of Punjab. To conclude today's episode, I just want to tie together the Punjab drug crisis and its youth. From my perspective, just sitting here on my bed, I will truly never know the effect that the unforgivable heroin will have on kids my age. I mean, personally, I have seen kids my age vaping and blowing clouds, because that's a more common thing here. One thing I could never imagine though is kids injecting themselves with metal syringes and blacking out in school or in their cars. That for me is just too much to process, and although I'm sure it happens, I really hope that the kind of a heroin epidemic in Punjab doesn't make its way here to the youth of America. The truth is, I hope that if you listen to this episode, you have a rather dark image in your head, because that's what the reality is just across the globe. The once wonderful and proud young men, and women for that matter, who used to rejoice in their community, are being corrupted by chemicals that shouldn't even exist in the first place. Anyhow thanks for listening in today and I really hope you tune in next time because I'm going to be doing something a little special. Spoiler alert, it's a movie review and analysis. I'll see y'all next time.